Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up this Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishment, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello and welcome to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody asked for I'm your host Sammy C And here with me is Mr. Steve Parkhurst Hello Hello, thank you for having me Yeah, welcome, thanks for being on the show I'm very excited You were listening to episode 26 And for those of you following at home That is minute 2501 through 26 And what a minute it is too I'm, I can't wait to get into it Quite an exciting and riveting minute You know Really, like, I've, I've done a lot of these episodes, and this is probably one of the more action-packed minutes, which uh, says something about the, the movie it's, as a whole, but... Well, and I was I was disappointed because the minute before this is the first time you hear uh, you hear Duffy talk, and I was really I know. sad to miss that, but uh, <laughs> upon reflection, this has got a lot of uh, great stuff in it, too, so I think... We yeah, this is... This is a pretty great minute. So the minute starts out, uh, this is directly after Tina has been spoken, Duffy has spoken to Tina, and she's yelling, Mom! And her mom comes in and says, there's a cat in here. (laughs) Everyone's always very surprised that there's a cat. It's like, apparently they live in this world where cats are like a rarity or, you know, just don't really exist but it's fleeting you know like they're they're excited and then they just sort of abandon it as though well there's a strange cat in the house time to go make the cheese puffs (laughs) yeah exactly there's a cat it's fine let's not worry about it so she goes i know there's a cat in here it was just talking to me which i don't know i'll have to ask you if a cat talks to you is your first reaction to tell somebody else well so i was thinking about this and what's interesting i think Tina's reaction isn't all that realistic, but I'm actually kind of impressed by Susan, the mother's reaction, because I think if somebody were to tell me this cat just talked to me like a human, my reaction would ultimately be like Susan's, where she just kind of ignores Tina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because what other reaction could you have to clear, you know, insanity? Um, <laughs> right. Uh, a lot of people in this movie, when the cat talks to them, uh, spoilers, is that, you know, their first reaction is to go find the other person in the house and tell them that the cat just spoke to them. And for me, I'd be like, oh, God, a cat just talked to me. I need to go. I need some help. Maybe I'm having an aneurysm or a stroke. <laughs> like, the, the, my first yeah. reaction would not be, what a what a fun thing that's happening. So then, you know, back to our riveting conversation. There's a cat in here. I know there's a cat in here. It was talking to me. Why is there a cat in here? Right, yeah, just gloss over the talking part and to the bigger question of, 
why is this animal in our house? I don't know. Maybe because nobody closes doors in this movie. <laughs> well, they do live in a very tropical slash temperate uh, environment. <laughs> they live in the middle of the forest. This family lives in the middle of the forest. so Of the Pacific Northwest and or Hawaii. Yes. So, you know, maybe they just keep the doors open so that all manner of woodland creatures can help them clean the house. <laughs> And then see this is this whole minute is just pretty much dialogue, so just kinda of have to go through line by line. <laughs> um, and Tina responds, It just is. Did you not hear what I just said? And then her mom continues to ignore her, mm-hmm. talk past her, which is which is probably like like we said, the best reaction. It's like, Okay, my daughter is completely bonkers. <laughs> She's already yelled at me three times about, like, business college today, and now she's talking to a cat. I don't know if anybody else has commented on this yet, but it's pretty obvious to me that the mother doesn't care for Tina that much. (laughs) She clearly has a favorite, and it's uh, her son. uh... Evidence later in the minute where Tina is still freaking out, and she just goes, where's your brother? (laughs) Right. Where's the good one? Where's the, you know, maybe she's the evil twin. I am so bored of this conversation. Go find the one that I like. The mom continues to coo at Duffy and is like, you know, oh, he looks hungry. Should I give him some milk? And this is where Tina is just pretty much done. She's like not having it. She's like, no, you shouldn't give him milk. It talks like in words and sentences and language. And that is also just ignored. (laughs) Yeah. And then she just says, Tina, stop, you're scaring the cat. Okay, I think so far in Susan's life, it's like, you know, she hasn't met Phil yet, so Phil's going to be up there. But so far, the ranking is Trevor, the brother. By a mile, yeah. Yeah, up here, Duffy, the strange cat she just saw, and then (laughs) Tina, like, way at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Tina is, Tina's below the cheese puffs. And then Tina's like, I'm scaring the cat? The cat just talked to me. And, you know, like I said before, Susan's just like, where's your brother? (laughs) (laughs) I've had enough of your shit. Because it's been like, okay, so so far today, she's yelled at her mom for being poor, basically. (laughs) Uh, She has been horrible to her brother, and she has freaked out about a cat talking to her. Now, do you suppose that's why she was Duffy's first choice? Like, she's the first one Duffy talks to. Is it because she's in need of the most help? Mm, That's an interesting question. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she seems to be really the only the only character in the movie who's, like, actually... Like, nobody in this movie is very likable. No. But she's the one who's, like, it's actively... You actively dislike her from the beginning. Well, she's actively antagonizing everybody. I mean, she's, she's a mean person. Yeah, she's just mean to everybody for no reason other than the fact that she wants to go to business college and, you know... Well, and yeah, business and also computer coding, which aren't exactly the same thing, but I guess we're splitting hairs at this point. (laughs) Yes, computer coding and like, uh, yeah, computer science, programming and business are all the same, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, more or less. So after her mom says, where's your brother? She storms out of the room, out onto the deck to yell at Trevor, say, this is why you have no imagination. A talking cat, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, you stupid oaf or you ignorant oaf or something. Oof. And what I found so interesting about this uh, was, do you think this is like uh, the filmmakers or the screenwriters meta moment? Because he seems to be, yeah. they seem to be addressing the whole idea of the film. 
right, right here. So I didn't know if maybe this was a, a sly little... I, I'm probably giving them too much credit, but... Why would her brother get a cat to tell her to look at her computer? Yeah, there's not much that's explained there, including, like, how her brother would have pulled this off, because if she did think that he pulled that off, that's a pretty impressive stunt. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, like, if my brother, like, implanted a, stra- a stray cat into my living room and then had it, like, open this creepy void mouth <laughs> and talk to me, I would be really impressed. And then she comes out and is like, this is why you're not imaginative, and I'm like... I would say that if he were able to pull that off with you actually believing that a cat talked to you when a cat hadn't, that's pretty imaginative. That's very, yeah, it's it's impressive. It's kind of, it's quite the feat. So I'm not really sure what she's getting at. And uh, that's where I had the minute ending was her uh, calling her brother an oaf and telling him he has no imagination because a talking cat isn't a good idea. So we're really just kicking off... Uh... Like uh, the second act of the movie here with the the previous minute yep. and this minute, like everything's things are moving now. We're really getting into yep. the action. We're getting into uh, you know, at the stage has been set. Duffy has begun to help these families with his uh, kind of weird random suggestions. <laughs> because <laughs> i think i think in the next minute she she goes back to her room and she actually looks at her beeping machine so yeah this is really where the movie starts being about a talking cat and not just the cat who thinks very loudly about talking well and what a what a tight screenplay like sid field would be proud uh it's <laughs> yes. really right on track um but yeah so let's see i'm trying to think of what else i mean there's not too much else that happened in the minute anyway we one thing i do enjoy about uh this minute is that this is one of the few minutes where you see two people standing in the same frame together there yeah but uh yeah there's a lot of them clearly not talking to anything when they're talking to when they're talking about Duffy or, you know, looking at Duffy. <laughs> Duffy's not I there. I mean, the filmmakers did a great job of matching up the eye lines. It's, it's just seamless. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's an action-packed minute as far as, like, high emotions goes. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Tina's acting here? About as strong as it is at any other point in the movie, I guess. I mean, she she accurately conveys how any of us would react to a uh, hell beast opening its mouth and talking at you in Eric Roberts' voice. I think that's, you know, how else would you expect anyone to react to that scenario? Yeah. But to just sort of be uh, kind of annoyed and a little confused. It's all there on her face. She's a regular Meryl Streep. She's got a bright future. I will say, I think Tina's, if I'm, if memory serves, she's really the only one who kind of freaks out about Duffy talking to her. I guess, yeah, you're right. She does have the strongest reaction of anybody, which is still not uh, in any way how it would happen. But yeah, compared to say <laughs> yeah. like uh, the dad character, what's his name again? Phil, Phil, yeah, so, uh, who just sort of you know takes it as he's as he's though like, oh, he's yeah. yeah just seen a weird commercial on TV or something like those two sons I think have like the most nonchalant reaction where they're just like oh hey <laughs> yeah so yeah it's a it's a good it's a good solid minute I mean kudos to Tina for being probably the most unhinged character but <laughs> having the most normal reaction just being like holy shit a cat just talked to me can. 
can we take a minute and establish? <laughs> can that? we absorb this at all, or no? We're just <laughs> yeah, gonna coo yeah, at it. Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna coo at all the right, cat. Well, I'll go yell tell at it my how brother, cute then. it is. Well, it looks like we're getting towards the end of our time. Before we go, do you have any extra thoughts that we haven't captured yet on this minute? I mean, I feel like we covered it pretty extensively. It is a fun, it is a fun minute. There's not a lot. It's one of the few minutes that's not taken up by establishing shots or weird music cues. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I was, I was thinking afterwards that uh, I, I feel bad for whoever gets the car driving. That's like five minutes. That's not even gonna be <laughs> yeah. one podcast. Yeah, that's like five minutes of the, of the car just. Yeah. Down so the road. relatively yeah. speaking, yeah, yeah, this is about as good as you can hope for on this on this movie. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Um, make sure to everybody listening, make sure to follow us on Twitter at a talking cast, um, Facebook.com/slash/a-talking-cast, and um, this has been episode. 26 and uh thank you so much for being our guest again yeah thank you for having me and thank you all for listening bye minute by minute that's what they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt so grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in the talking cast is about to begin that was episode 26 of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Sammy C with guest host Stephen Parkhurst. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kowaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2014. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. We all miss you, Linda Ahers.